Welcome to the Country Brothers Podcast. I am Dominique Johnson. This is Dewan. Sons and Sons and Four. Sons and Four. Or Sons and Three. Hold on, hold on. Before we even get started, I got accused by who I thought was my friend, Winston Carter, of stealing a very obvious joke. My man posted Sons and Three. I had the thought while I was watching the game. So I'm like, boom. Sons in three, LOL. This nigga hit me talking about that's my joke. And I was like, I'm gonna give you credit for a worse joke. So I, I posted Sons in 69. Winston wrote this joke. Cause, cause, cause he need to learn. Hey, Sons in 69 is a better joke though. Than Sons in Three? Hell yeah. Motherfucker yeah. Kiki all day on that one. Maybe, maybe if you if if you're a, uh what they call a, a sophomoric simpleton, I'm a I'm a plebe. If you a plebe, then you know that's just something I had to get off my chest. I just want Winston to know when I see him, it's on sight. Real talk. Winston do be on. You know what Winston said? He won't uh, show me how to change guitar strings. So I'm pretty Winston upset be on that with shit. him too. Over here gatekeeping, gatekeeping guitar strings. Even though that's something you can Google. No man, or, I, or, or, I or ask anybody by, else. Nope, I want step by step instructions from Winston Carter himself. I get it. The I man, the myth, the legend, the greatest guitar string changer in L.A. Honestly, when uh when he was on uh my we were on an improv team together a long time ago. I think I mentioned this before uh, when Erica was on, but we were on an improv team together, and uh. We all did like a, like a fun fact, our first uh, meeting, and he was like, "Oh, I'm Winston Carter, I'm in a band. Uh, also, I can change guitar strings not only really well but really quickly." And he and then like the, our coach at the time pulled out their guitar and was like, "All right, string it," and it was he did it really fast. And if he did it any faster, I would think it was a superpower. Well, see, there you go. That's why I wanted to ask him. I just knew he was the man. So, you know His what? jokes might not be as funny, but... Nah. Sons in Three, man, that was just some shit that popped in my head. He was probably thinking about it for all day long. <laughs> had the shit in his... Uh, had the shit in his... Uh, in his, in his uh, you know, his, his Twitter things where he was like, I'm going like, to hold on to this I'm a, I'm a, I can't wait to press send. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to hold on to this just, just in case. It's such a fire joke. Like, nigga, that joke ain't fire. Nigga, I came up with that drunk, my nigga. Damn. Anyway, we the uh, Country Brothers. You guys know why we're called Country Brothers. We're black, we're twins, and we like country music. Uh, Duane, did you uh, you got any albums or anything you've been listening to? Are you going to any shows? Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, actually, I can't wait to see. I think August twelfth. Going to see uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop at uh, Yucca and Punk Rock It Up for a little bit. 
I'm going to go to that, and I'm going to go see Paul Coffin at the Nile Theater up the street in Mesa. That's going to be a fucking blast. Other than that, uh, Miss Charlie Crockett, because he went to Tucson, and I just couldn't make it. And then, have you heard about that uh, that show that Charlie Crockett, Yola, fucking... Yeah, I forget. Where is that show? Well, it's at Rare Rocks. But it's, oh, yeah, it's I saw that. The Orville Peck joint. But fucking John Waters is hosting the thing, and I was just like, oh, my God. I would go just for that. But then I'd be at an Orville Peck show, and I bet everybody yeah. else wouldn't play like a full set, and I got to sit there with like a bunch of hipsters. And that might be fun. It'd be fun for John Waters, but I'm not an Orville Peck fan. Like, that's his whole thing. Yeah, if it's his show, I wouldn't go. So, I'm a, I'm a I'm a pass on that one. What you uh you got any shows you about to hit in LA? Shit. Uh over the weekend I went to go see a cat I never heard of. Uh this this dude Lasers Lasers Birmingham. That and, motherfucker uh, is dope. I've been on him not not too long, probably a few months now. And it was funny when I uh I saw that he that he's from LA and I was just like I bet Dominique is going to go to this show because I saw he was playing somewhere up there. Yeah, it was at the uh, Silver Lake Lounge. So I yeah, went Silver last Lake week, Lounge. And I was like, damn, this brother is bad. Yeah, and it, was, it, it was killer. So yeah, Lasers Lake <laughs> Birmingham is dope. I'm going to go see uh, Paul Coffin at the... Uh, but this ain't until September. But I'm going to go see him at uh, Pappy and Harriet's. Me and the homie Jeff. Uh... You and Renee supposed to be going, but I, that's a game time decision. I, I I ain't gonna trust that y'all gonna go until y'all actually show up. What the one in Pioneer Town? Yep, Pappy and Harriet's baby. Uh, oh, are you so not yeah. going to the? Are you are you gonna try and go to the one in L.A. proper? I don't know. Or no? Maybe we'll see. I don't think it's gonna sell out, so I might go uh, if yeah. I ain't got nothing else going on. And then next week I'm going to see uh, Kamasi Washington. With uh, Earl sweatshirt. Did you so already get your tickets? Be... Ben got them. Me and uh, me and Jeff going. Uh, y'all about to get hammer wasted. Is it at the? Uh, isn't that the the uh, USC place? Nah, Hollywood Bowl. Oh, okay. Jump on the train, baby. So uh, anyway, that's what we've been listening to. That's what we got going on. Uh, what are we? What are we talking about today? Today we're gonna talk about. We're gonna each give five albums uh of country music or like what what country bands or artists or whatever you'd want to that you'd be able to get somebody hip to country music if they didn't like country music so before we give our list what what was your criteria when you picked the five you don't have to go you don't have to say what the five are yet but what was your criteria when i don't think i had to be clear and fast with necessarily a particular album I stuck more with like eh, maybe an album, but more like the uh, the band or or the artist. I, I I think that's that was the easiest way to go. And also like the like the the outside of country music like significance of why I like these certain artists kind of helps too because that you can be like hey fucking. Uh, Oh, you like really weird stuff? Hey, man, I got something for you. You like noodly guitar stuff? I got something for you. 
you know, you can kind of like take their hand a little bit and, and guide them to showing them something that they might be into. Then they can check it out for themselves. That makes sense. Uh, when I was going through my list, the thing that I was thinking about is something I think we mentioned on the first episode when we were talking about, uh, I think it was, uh, my buddy Ted asked why is country music so bad? And, uh, and we kind of started talking about genre and whatnot. And I was like, well, uh, what, like, I think the thing that everybody can agree on, unless, uh, you're like a weirdo prog rock dude, uh, is that lyrics are fucking important. No matter what genre you listen to, if you talk about the greatest rapper of all time, no one's gonna fucking say future, you know, as much as I love too short, no one's gonna say too short is in a top five actual rappers. It's all they they be like, Oh, I like Biggie. Look at his lyrics. I like Jay Z. Look at his lyrics. So I figure if somebody at least likes music, they don't like country music, get them, get them, get them with some shit with some with some dope lyrics, some some storytelling, some some clever wordplay, shit like that. I think that's for me, the way to get somebody in. Hit somebody like with a dope line and just fucking you know, go, wait, what the fuck did he just say? Fuck she just said, what's going on? Blow they mind. So that's True. that's where I was. Right. Okay, uh, okay. In my thought process. So I'm gonna let you go first with yours. All right. So for me, the first one I'm gonna do is uh George Jones. But what I'm gonna do, what I would do is I would show them uh the the scene in White Man Can't Jump where they just hustle, I think, uh in a yeah, they uh they hustle somebody and then it's like I'm about to go shoot everybody. So they ran away, right? And uh Cindy Dean jumps in the car and like, see ya. So they're gone. They're driving or whatever. And remember he does the things like you 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 can't listen to Jimmy. White rhythm section. You cannot hear Jimmy. Alright, fuck. All right, thank you. You you can't you 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 can hear Jimmy. You can't listen to Jimmy. So Billy Hoyle puts in George Jones. Check this out. He said, "I'll love you till I die." And then he's like, "What who is, is this? this?" Who who at the time was the king of white people? He was the king of white people. I, I think and so it was Billy voted. Hoyle. Billy Hoyle had to listen. Had to listen to George Jones, but at first uh, Gloria didn't want to listen to it. She was just like, "Don't nobody want to hear that shit kicking stuff." And he's like, "This is the greatest troubadour of all time." Who's this? This is like the greatest troubadour of all time. Is who it is. Troubadour. Shit sounds like a dog or something like that. No, that's a Labrador, man. Like, what is troubadour, dog? I don't know, man. I love that part. But the cool thing about it was Sidney Dean leaves, they leave it back on, and they start playing uh what's the uh he stopped loving her today. And it's the beginning of the song. And then she's like, you know what that song does to me? And she starts like mounting him as he's driving and like wants to have sex with him right then and there because of that song. And I like I remember seeing that as a kid. I was like, man, country music is kind of cool, but I I I don't I don't really want to mess with it until is I start listening. Got, to... Is that how you got Renata uh, like you? Yeah, I start. <laughs> Funny story. On our first date, I uh, we went to Tipsy Cactus 
and I threw on some tunes or whatever. And I'm pretty sure I play Elephant by <laughs> by Jason Isbell. <laughs> and then I played uh, Towns Van Zandt, Waiting Around to Die. I was like, hey, if you're going to mess with me, you you you, you got to know it, it, I'm, I'm about that sad life. This nigga said, I have nothing to lose. This is the first date. <laughs> nothing to hide, nothing to lose. <laughs> Man, that's a, that's a bold move. Well, it was, it worked. Or maybe it did. Maybe maybe it was something else that worked. But, uh, you know, but the cool thing about that part, like I started listening to George Jones and then I was just like, how is that the song that she just like gets all hot and bothered about? It was really weird. But George Jones always stuck in my brain. So when I started listening to country music, I was like, oh, shit, this is that song from White Man Can't Jump. Funny enough. I mean, she 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 liked it. Because she's morbid, you gotta understand. She's huh. like, oh, he stopped loving. She he she knew immediately without even hearing the whole song. She just assumed that it was, yeah, because his ass is dead. And then when it got to the part where it's like, oh, he's probably dead. That's when she was like, oh, let's fucking let's smash, bro. It's because the Stooky Brothers was after him. And yeah, was, that's what and I'm saying. She knew what the song was about. She was scared for her man. Yep. So it is like, all right, well, if he's dead, then that's gonna be the day that that, that he stopped loving me. And 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 he gonna be in the casket. And I'm gonna have to be singing like George Jones. And it's one thing we know about her, she can't sing. Okay. She, she was trying dance. to be on Jeopardy. She she was yeah. she was funny. She's smart. She can dance. She, she can rollerblade. Yep, she can do all that shit. That makes so. sense. George Jones is a is a is a good pick. Shout I'm out a, to uh, White Man Can't Jump. I'm gonna start mine off with uh Jason Isbell's Southeastern. Uh mostly because if if you get me drunk enough and we talking about music, it don't matter if I if I know you, if you know who Jason Isbell is or not, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all up in your face. And I'm gonna be real loud and aggressive about it too. I've done this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you until somebody stops the music and just puts on "Cover Me Up," and I'm gonna tell you that this is the most romantic song ever made. It, it's the most romantic song ever made, and that is that includes by any person in any language, any time period, in any dimension, about anything. It don't even gotta be love in the romantic sense that we know it in fucking western culture it ain't even got to be love like platonic love it, it it's some shit that we can't even comprehend that's what makes cover me up so cold so fu- it's the most romantic song fucking ever made maybe the most romantic like like art ever like laid <laughs> the down the romantic art yeah the most romantic art fucking ever made i'm not even gonna limit it to music and then and and keep in mind, I think southeastern southeastern is kind of top heavy, uh, but between "Cover Me Up," "Elephant," and songs she sang in the shower, everything else on the album is dope. But man, you can't. Every single person who listens to Jason Isbell knows and can remember where they were the first time they heard "Elephant." Guarantee it, one hundred percent guarantee. That's how devastating yeah. that song is. I remember what, what was the first when was the first time you heard it? 
I'm, I'm pretty sure we listened to it around the same time because that's the I, album I know I, I know exactly where I heard it and what I was doing. So I was uh lay it on me. This was a few years ago, and I was going to an improv practice uh, at what was what used to be called the Now Theater on uh, on Santa Monica uh, in in Hollywood. So I was I was walking to uh, uh, improv class that I was taking, and I got literally one block away, and Elephant comes on, and then I stop on the corner, let the song finish. I pause it and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then I played it like two more times until I was like, oh, I got to I got to go to class. I'm paying for this class. I got to go. And then <laughs> I, I I took like five minutes because we do like like a little stretch and share before like, uh, you know, uh, class and shit to get limber and such. And I, I, I wouldn't stop talking about this song. And I don't even know if like how I came across it, to be honest. It might have just been some shit that I was like, oh, let me check this out the dude from drive-by truckers but yeah that shit fucked me all the way up i remember uh i think i got off i got i was either going to work or got off i'm pretty sure i got off work and i was heading home and i stopped and grabbed some beer got some beer and i'm i'm almost home and i heard it and this was after uh I don't know which comes first, Elephant or uh, Cover Me Up. I think Cover Me Up comes Cover Me Up first. is track one. Okay, so Cover Me Up was just like, I was like, damn, that's a good song. I rewound it, played it one more time. But when I heard Elephant, man, I think I listened to that song like 20 times. I got, in my, I got to the house, opened up a beer. I listened to that shit like two more times. And that's when I was living with Van Van. I was like, man, the fuck sad-ass music you down here keep rewinding? Fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Nigga said, "What a, what to talk about it?" You all right, man? I was like, "Hey, man, this song is dope." He's like, "All right, just, just, just making sure." <laughs> and of course, I'm all fucking excited. I was like, "Hey, man, you gotta hear this song." Fucking, it's, it's blah, 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 blah. He's like, "No, nah, man, I'm about to go out, but have fun with that." <laughs> It's funny. I I think everybody uh, should uh, play this, play Elephant, and then uh, uh, Funeral by Phoebe Bridgers. Just like make an hour playlist where that's just on a fucking loop and let that play for an hour and just fucking sit in your sadness. Because if you can get away and go be a functioning member of society after listening to those two songs on repeat for an hour... Uh, then you win a prize. I don't know what the prize is yet, but uh, you definitely win one because that shit. I works. think we, I think we need to make make our uh, sad playlist. Not even sad country music playlist, just a sad music playlist. We've been talking about it for a while. I think we need to pull the trigger and put it up on the Spotify. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, so yeah, yeah. L- l- look out for that, and we'll post it on the uh, Instagram and shit. Uh, what's your next album or next person? Uh. Paul Coffin. And the reason why that's exactly it. I would but I wouldn't tell them just listen to the song. They would have to watch the video. Have you seen the video? Fuck yeah, I've seen the video. It's fucking insane, right? It reminds you of seeing fucking y'all your buddies high as shit on cocaine, fucking three in the morning, not knowing how to act at the rogue, 
doing coke in that little ass dirty bathroom that didn't even have a a door on the toilet, b a door to get to the bathroom. Hey, God it forbid, was different times. It was God different forbid times. you had a, a beer from a dirty line, and you, and you, or you had some, uh, or you had a sandwich from the the bodega next door, and you got the bubble guts. You might as well just go poop outside and hope the cops don't come. Hey, it was the mid two thousands. <laughs> it was party time. You know, Napoleon Dynamite, Garden State. <laughs> you heard Wilco for the first time. It's okay. <laughs> But then you start listening to Block Party, and then you yeah. start listening to LCD Sound System and the Rapture, and next thing you know, you're high on coke for no reason. Yeah, that That's what that, that Paul Cawthon video is. But the cool thing is, that song will get you hyped about that song, but then you'll listen to the rest of the album, and the rest of the album has some fun songs, but for the most part, it's just a really cool country album. Yeah, I was listening to his uh, his first album uh, this morning uh, on my way to work, and I, I listened to fucking Cocaine Country Cowboys so much that I just feel like I neglect shit that I liked a couple years ago. I'm like, yep. I just want to fucking hear this shit right now. Cocaine. Uh, but he's a fucking beast. So big time. I think that would. Uh, I think that would work. Uh, the next one I'd go with. Would be uh, I didn't want to do any greatest hits because uh, to me that would be cheating. But I picked a live album, uh, Willie and Family Live, uh, Willie Nelson's live album, and I, I feel like I can get away with that because uh, the 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 songs sound so much different live than they do on the record. But they yeah. still sound close enough that you can be like, oh, that's a fucking Willie Nelson song. But he's got a, his band is fucking amazing. I was listening to it on a, fuck, was it a Saturday? I went to hang out with my buddy uh, Jillian uh, and uh, her husband Damien. And we just listening to records and shit. Drinking Smooge, listening to records. And, Smooge uh, ain't come to uh, Arizona yet. Shit. You can get Smooge in LA, any Bevmo, baby. That, that's my go-to. Uh, it's expensive as fuck, but it's good. Uh, but we put on uh, Willie and Family. It's 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 hit after hit after hit. And here's my logic: not only is it hit after hit after hit, but I feel like if you're getting somebody hip, you might want to get them hip to somebody that they already know, that they already have a reference to. Everybody know Willie Nelson. Everybody know Willie Nelson. Everybody know motherfucking on the road again, and for, like everybody knows a lot of his songs, even if they don't register that they mm-hmm. know the songs. But that's another thing we talk about songwriting. Fucking who who's a better songwriter than Willie Nelson? You could probably come up with a, a handful of people, but that's gonna be a fucking small ass hand. You might be missing a fucking thumb because of a firecracker accident. That's mm-hmm. that's how cold motherfucking Willie Nelson is. He got all his fingers. All his fingers to to play that old that old guitar and shit. Let me let me ask you this, Dominique. Have you uh have you ever seen Willie Nelson live? Nope. Show sure haven't. But uh I have. next time he come to town, I will. You went with mama, right? You damn right we did. We had us a blast. Mama my mama just uh sat there. I sat there getting our seats or whatever. Cause some I think people was kind of being ornery. Cause she got decent seats. 
So I was like, let me make sure motherfuckers ain't trying to sit in our seats so I don't tag nobody. She's like, all right. Fucking, so she goes walking around somewhere. Next thing you know, she comes back with two shirts <coughs> and three beers. You said, Mama, what about to do with this? She said, he said, the shirt's for you. These two beers are for you. I'm going to have this one beer and relax. And we just sat and listened to Willie Nelson make his band mad. <laughs> You could, well, you could you, you could tell you could tell they're so used to him, but he that man is jazz. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I've told you this before, but the way he plays and the way he sings is is it almost sounds like a fucking saxophone player when he's playing. He's just like he's just like I'm playing. He's he's such a genius. He's like I'll play however I feel like it. It is you guys' job to catch up. Yeah. So he's we, just we, fucking. We, on the you road know, again. Know. I'm on the road, and he's just like all <laughs> over the place. That man he's said, "All I over the map. time signatures." He's a Willie Nelson time signature. We just gonna play, roll with it. I just kept looking at the bass player, like kept looking at the drummer, kept looking at the uh, guitar player. Like, I mean, this is what we're doing, and they're just trying to figure it out. It was the coolest fucking thing to see because you could tell at this point he took off his bandana. He meant business. He was. <laughs> took off his bandana, took a shit on stage. It was it, it was Gigi Allen actually. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you took Mama to a Gigi Allen show. <laughs> we saw Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen and the dwarves. <laughs> Ugh. What a gross you know the show dwar- that would be. The dwarves are actually playing at the yuck. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to that. Don't nobody. Who the fuck wants to go see the dwarves? It's fucking 2021. Right. Don't nobody want to see the motherfucking dwarves. But look, maybe if it was two thousand four, if it, it was if it was the motherfucking, it was, hey, it's the mid two thousands. It was a different time. <laughs> there were no rules. There, there were there were it was it was chaos. It was chaos in the street. The arcade fire was the shit. <laughs> for some reason, I know for some fucking reason, suburbs is dope though. All right, what's what's your next one? All right, uh, I'm gonna cheat a little bit. But I'll have a good justification. Um, I'm picking Loretta Lynn, but not necessarily an album. I'd be like, hey, do you like, I don't know. She's pretty, some of her songs are pretty funny. She's a pretty funny, funny lady. And uh, Fist City, fucking uh, You're the Reason Our Kids Are Ugly. Yeah, that shit With uh, the one and only, uh, what's, what's my man's name? Marty Robbins? No, I'm just kidding. No, it ain't Marty Robbins. Uh, you talking about uh, Conway Twitty? <laughs> Conway Twitty. You know what? You know what? Mess. First off, audience, I know that wasn't Marty Robbins. I was making a joke, but the reason why I got caught up is because the uh, Family Guy part where they go, "Ladies and gentlemen, Conway Twitty," and they play the whole thing popped in my brain, and I had a brain fart. So, <laughs> but. Fucking Fist City's uh, funny. Uh, Don't Come Home Drinking with Loving on Your Mind. And there was an episode where for some reason she was on Roseanne. For, what what, what was she being? What was she on Roseanne for? Just because they needed like a like like a sat like a sassy Southern lady? Nope. I think she was playing herself. Or this, was it when uh remember when Jackie was getting beat up by her boyfriend? Did she come? Is, this is, this was before the loose meat. That was before the loose meat sandwiches. Uh, that to me, that was prime Roseanne. 
when they that started when, making when, loose meat sandwiches. When they had the uh, the aprons with the egg and the chicken on it and all that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But she was on. She was like one of the. Uh, she went to go get a loose meat sandwich, I think. And then it's like this is this is Loretta Lynn, and of course she got that really thick accent. I was, I was like, driving oh. in the Fist City, and everybody's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I Seriously. thought I'd stop in Lanford and get a fuck. Yeah, get a loose meat sandwich with Becky. Yeah, <laughs> the second one. She said, "The city of this fictional." Yeah, but I do, I do think, even if like I, when I was at when I was working at uh, even a coffee shop, I'd put on like some of her songs and people like them, like whether they like country music or not. And they'll be like, Oh man, I, this is pretty cool. And her stuff's pretty accessible too. Like it's yeah, for sure. I wouldn't necessarily call it straight down the line, but it's, it's for that time. Uh, that era, it was probably pop music. I'd say, you know? Yeah. I think, I think Loretta Lynn would be a, a her pen game was strong and, and so Oh my true. God, you're the reason our kids are ugly. It's probably one of the, Funniest, coolest songs ever, you know. Is the best. So I would, I would have them listen to like more of her funny stuff. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sing that. I'm a sing that with a cute girl. Uh, hey, look, look, <laughs> look, look out for uh, Carter Johnson and the High Life, the number one country music band in all of Los Angeles. Uh, me on uh, maybe the bass and Winston on guitar. Is is hey, we got one song. It's called Mosian. We might drop it one day. We'll see. <laughs> it's called Mosey and the shit is the shit is fucking amazing. Maybe we can, maybe we can have uh Winston on one day uh after the Suns win and then we'll 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 have you guys play that song live. Yeah, after the Suns win in 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dom. All right. Uh my next choice is a surprising choice. I'm gonna go with uh, a a little a little known uh, EP by Toby Keith called uh, "Isis Cowboy," and essentially, "Isis Cowboy" is like a it's a it's a record that tells like a, a story. Um, and "Isis Cowboy," when this, when, do you know when this album came out? The mid two thousands, baby. Of look, course, of course. Look, it it no was rules. a different time. There were no rules, especially in country music. And he tried to overcorrect. Uh, he was like, oh, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be different for this EP." And he he originally wanted to uh, put it out under a pseudonym, but uh, everybody knew who it was. So it's like, "Oh, that's mm-hmm. uh, Toby Keith talking about the ISIS cowboy." And basically, the ISIS cowboy is like it tells a story. Of a kid named Chet, who uh, has a job at Burger King, uh, and then he starts watching YouTube videos, gets radicalized, and decides I'm gonna start a band with ISIS. Now he was thinking what that he was thinking that ISIS is the exact like ISIS the terrorism group was the same as ISIS like the the heavy metal band. Uh, so he went to like like the ISIS terrorism, like ready to rock. But mm-hmm. they were like, we're not ISIS, the metal band. I get you while you're confused, but now you have to stay. And that little group that he was in, slowly but surely, 
He taught one bass. He taught one to play the drums. He, they fashioned a dobro out of, uh, you know. He taught, uh, he taught them to love. Yeah, he taught them to love. I mean, they were still terrorists. The the it, the the album, the last song in the album is bleak, to say the least. Uh, okay. But I think that that's a song that I think that would help. That's an album or EP rather that would help people get into country music, because it would be like, oh, I've always thought Toby Keith sucked this whole time. Uh, turns out he was uh you know doing some really radical shit that no one else was doing at the time. So uh, ISIS so wasn't, cowboy. Wasn't- wasn't ISIS? Uh, uh, they were a, a instrumental metal band, right? So was the Burger King dude? Was he like, I'm gonna bring lyrics, guys? But then he uh, was ISIS instrumental. Hey, uh, Xavier, jump in and uh, tell us if ISIS was instrumental uh, metal or not. I don't recall that, but I also don't remember listening to much. Hey, everybody, this is the producer Xavier, and ISIS was not an instrumental band. They had a vocalist. Um, remember to uh, subscribe to the podcast and five star review on iTunes. All right, let's get back to it. ISIS during my metal phase. Uh, well, you I had really a like weird Super metal Joint phase. Rich. I, man, I listened to fucking. I didn't just listen to the geek metal. Nah, I didn't I, listen I, to geek metal. Nah, I, I fucked with a uh, strapping young lad and motherfucking. God damn, I Super heard that Joint name Ritual. Years. Hey, hey. I mean, he got some shit that you can't really like. It's like you're, you're trying too hard. But Strapping Young Lad was dope. Uh, hey, I was listening do you to remember, War the other remember, day. Do you remember when I told you uh, me and a homie Cody had to get out of there because he was doing a bunch of Zeke Hiles, then a bunch Ooh, of Nazis and Strapping Young Lad. No, in uh, Super Joint Ritual. Oh fuck yeah! I, I, I believe I, it. We went. We mainly went to go see Morbid Angel, and as far as I know, they're not Nazis. But then he was cool for a little bit. He, he was being, I don't know, as nice as Phil Anselmo can be. And then motherfucker was just like, hit you with that uh, Nazi salute shit. And we was just like, he, uh, my boy Cody was just like, um, we can leave whenever. And I was like, yeah, let's. <laughs> and then we was, like, yeah, let, we was like, yeah, let's figure this out. But we was way up front. So we couldn't just be like, excuse me. But then. <laughs> Motherfuckers in back of us start doing that shit back. And that's when we were like, excuse me, and just fucking bolted out of there. It was like, yeah, I'm I'm done. I think we end up going to <laughs> I think we end up going to like some hipster night at uh the rogue and having fun. But yeah, man. I I, I couldn't do it. I did I think that was the last time I listened to Super Joint. They were cool too. Like I didn't mind the music, but I can't be Zeke Kyle that and then still listen to your music. Look, I'm going to make it very clear. If I ever see any of you motherfuckers in real life and you Zeke Kyle me, I'm popping you in the mouth. This is this is for anybody. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. Don't Zeke don't, don't Kyle me. I ain't about that life. If, if you, you if, if, if you Zeke Kyle, I just, I, just, I just got a sword. Uh, mostly for anime <laughs> cosplay. But if I'm by the house, I will go get my sword and cut you up. Nigga like motherfucking Tanjiro. Y'all niggas know about Demon Slayer. This ain't an anime podcast, but I'll go off on you. <laughs> Hit you with that Rinsengan. Oh, hell. Hit you with that motherfucking nigga drop my leg weights like Rock Lee. <laughs> Shit. Don't get all me I know started. Is, all I know is uh, One Punch Man and uh, Dragon Ball Z. 
Shit, do you like Saitima? If I can hit you with that one hit or quitter, whack. It's done. <laughs> oh god. All right, this this ain't this ain't the metal anime podcast. <laughs> so I Sorry. digress. I'm gonna um, uh or oh hold on, whose turn was it? It's my turn. Oh, go. We got I think we got two more. I'll pick uh Sarah Shook. And the hey. reason why I'm pick and the reason why I'm picking Sarah Shook, because I actually got somebody who does not listen to country music to not only start listening to Sarah Shook because he liked her so much, but actually start giving country music a chance. I was at work and my homie John, who's in Damn the Weather, shout out, and we was at work. And of course, I'm just playing like country music like every time I'm either country music or fucking old man punk rock. So and I was playing the whole Sarah Shook album. And that song Fuck Up came on. He was just like, who's this? I'm like, it's Sarah yeah, Shook, man. I, I told your whack ass to listen to it months ago. And he's like, no, you didn't. But so you start listening to it. Next thing you know, he's playing it on his shifts. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is dope. This this motherfucker actually uh start playing the song on his uh on his solo deals. He oh, really? go out and play solo, and he started playing Sarah Shook songs. I was like, "That's pretty fucking cool." And this is like, I'm like I said, he's a dude that don't listen to country music. He listens to it a little bit now, but it's still not like he's like all in or anything. Yeah. But Sarah Shook did it, so Sarah Shook, we love you. You out there spreading the good word? Yeah, Sarah Shook is so fucking dope. That I think I think that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the artists that you can get a motherfucker to be like, hey, give it a chance. And then they might be like, well, all right, I like this, but what else you got? I'm like, mm-hmm. right, here's this uh, this Toby Keith CD wrapped in a motherfucking <laughs> in a motherfucking uh, Ziploc bag. You want to hear uh, post 9-11 Alan Jackson? Or you want to hear Sarah Shook? Come on. Sarah Shook all day long, all day. That's that's without question. So yeah, I, I think Sarah Shook is a a, a good choice. That's um, and I, I think when I'm getting hip to people, you you want to if possible get them hip to people that they can see live. Because uh, I think that was such a big part of us getting like really into it was being able to go to fucking uh, country brunch and all that shit and being able to experience it with other people. And then it's not just me sitting, listening to this, uh, this, this ISIS record with a dobro. I'm like listening to this ISIS record with this dude is playing a dobro, but with other people who are drinking and who are also enjoying it. Uh, so like you can go see Jason Isbell live. You can go see Willie Nelson before he dies live. You can go see Sarah Shook live when they go on tour. Uh, yeah, so that's for sure uh, a good option. I'm gonna go for my next one. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Casey Musgraves' uh, pageant material. Okay, uh, okay. The year that that came out, I it, it came out around summertime, like late spring, uh, early summer. And I've been getting uh, notifications from my old Facebook from years ago. And a lot of them are, I can't stop listening to this Casey Musgraves album. 
It's so good. It's so good. And goddamn boy, pageant material just just holds up. And that's think, the album that, that that was the album she blew up on, right? Uh, I think she, you know, she started getting like pub and like uh mainstream, like rock publications, uh, like Pitchfork, Rolling Stone, and shit like that on a uh, same trailer, different park, which is a good album. Uh. But I prefer pageant material. They're both good, uh, and like some people like her album uh, "Golden Hour" uh, more. But that's the me, one that came out a couple years ago, right? Yeah, "Golden Hour" came out in uh, twenty eighteen. That's the one but, I like. Yeah, I mean they're all great. She's a good songwriter. She can sing and shit. But to me, the thing that sets this album apart from the other ones is that every song has a fucking killer hook, and what what song like there most songs that people like have good hooks that you can sing along to that you remember that get stuck in your head and like you know essentially this is a fucking pop record and it's just fucking it's yeah. killer uh Xavier play a little bit of um uh, my favorite song uh late to the party They're blowing up our phones asking where we are just say we're almost there we ain't even in the car Never late to the party if I'm late to the party with you. It's a bunch of jams on here, but to me, late to the party, that's just is is hey, like the kids say, it's a vibe. You okay, know what I mean? Okay. But uh yeah, you know, she getting high talking shit to people. What's not to like? So my last one, uh the and this will be an actual album, the Amanda Shires 2018 to the sunset. I absolutely love this record. I play it often, as especially when I'm at the uh, coffee shop. I play it all the time. It's so good. There's different elements. It's not just because her first two albums, they're so good. Her voice is amazing. The lyrics are super good, but they're more. It's more traditional country music of what you'd expect at the bare minimum. I think um, when you're when you're gone from her album, uh, my piece of land, that that might I mean it it, it goes back and forth, but that that's in my top five. Uh, when you're gone is one of my top five favorite country songs of all time, period. But uh, what yeah. were you saying? I was gonna say that's the thing. Like uh, down fell the doves, I, and, and that's the thing. Her albums, I'll listen to just the full album. So with with uh, my piece of land and down fell the doves. When I listen to them, I just listen to the whole album. But to the sunset, I do have like, hey, I do listen to the whole album. It's to one the of my sunset, ever. to the wall. She'd appreciate that, and that's why she's dope. If you if you look at her Instagram or uh, or even just the way she the way she rocks, she's not corny. She's pretty fucking cool. She's not a fucking like she she can be a purist as far as like, hey man, like if you want to just talk about like just straight up country music, I can do that. But I'm gonna do it with some dope ass Jordans on and some uh some short shorts with a with a funny hat. And I'm a, I'm gonna you know talk shit mean? about racist nerds. Yep. She do that and a little less than last year, but last year she was on it, boy. I was like, she was on it. Just, 
Amanda Shires has got this crazy woman's ass. Because she's dope. Amanda Shires is probably one of my, like, top, yeah, definitely in the top 10, like, of all music people on earth. She's top 10, fucking hands down. And with this album in particular, you can, you can be like, hey, check this out. Her voice is there. There's definitely country elements, but there's also a little bit of, uh, I don't know, there's, there, there's like, not electronic, I think that's a cheesy word, but more synths. Like a synthy vibe, a little bit of reverb, a little bit of, like if you listen to uh, Break Out the Champagne, Xavier, if you want to play that for a little bit right quick. That song is so damn cool, and it's just a fun record. Even the songs that aren't necessarily fun, you're having a good time listening to it. And I think and that's a I hard think, thing to do too. Uh, yep. Mix uh, any kind of, even if it's not like heavy electronic, and don't nobody want to hear that shit. But uh, you know, incorporating like you said, synths and some kind of electronic elements. Like and she did. She did uh, it masterfully. Masterful the only two people I can think of who did it was her, and that album was dope, and uh, John Moreland, his uh, 2020 album. I was just like, damn, like it shouldn't work. The shit, well, the shit should not work, but goddamn. Well, remember, uh, Lucero gave you a little bit too on the last album, but it made yeah, sense. They're not, they're not going, but it wasn't for not the whole album so like, far. No, it wasn't for the whole album, but they're not. That's the thing. You still know it's them. They're not saying Amanda Shires isn't saying I'm about to make this. Uh, like I'm gonna make a techno country record. No, she didn't do that. She made something that she knows she likes and she digs. And sure, shit, it's a. It's to me, it's a classic. I love the album. It's. It's the best. I, have, I, I, I can keep talking on and on about it, but I really do. I, I just love it. And it's also an album that if you were at a party, maybe not a party, maybe like a uh, you got you got friends over and y'all just kind of talking and hanging out. Everybody's outside kicking it. If that's on and you just kind of let it play, nobody's going to be like, damn, man, where are you playing fucking sad country music or what? What is this? People just going to be like, damn, this is cool. I dig the vibe. And then I'm gonna bust in and be like, uh, I'm about to put on some Ben Fold Five. Some, and I would, I would just, I would just leave the, leave the, leave the kickback. Nah, you, I'm, I'm, look, I like Amanda Shires. You throwing some motherfucking Ben Folds. It's time to get the party started. It is bust not out time to get the party started. <laughs> nah, y'all gonna bust out Zimas because it's, uh, we, we got in a time machine. It's 1996. Look, all I'm saying is this. You know what? I, I know, did go I know, see Ben Folds with. You know what? That's what I'm about to say. I know all you LA, all you LA people. For some reason, LA comedians love Ben Folds. Y'all can have. But I went to go see him with Cake, and that shit sucked. Uh, I was uh, I, I was sitting there, and these uh, two like old ladies. They had to have been in like they, they had to have been in their sixties, and uh, they was just sitting next to me. 
uh, while Cake was on because Cake closed the show. That's just the way Gross. it happened. It was a double yeah. headliner. How'd you and, stay? Uh, I would I would have left. I mean, I stayed because I, I had friends and we were gonna go like get something to eat afterwards. So I just stuck around. Otherwise, I would have left. But uh, these two old ladies were like, so we kind of just started chatting, and uh, they was like, I came here to see Ben Foles. I was like, me too. And he's like, Cakes. She's like, ah, I'll stick around. I'll I'll see what this other band is about. And like. They they stuck around for like two or three songs, and the whole time they're just like, "What the fuck is this? Who wants to see who? What is his band called?" And I'm like, "Cake. Who the fuck is Cake? Like, like this old uh, Hispanic woman and this old white lady just fucking dogging Cake for 15 minutes. She was like, "Well, that was fun. I'm getting the fuck out of here. This band sucks." I was like, "Look, ah, take me with you. I gotta stay." Hey. But, and you know what's funny? People are always just like, you like country music? Why don't you like cake? I'm like, just because there are minimal country elements in certain bands does not mean I'm going to like them. What the fuck? Especially you cake. You can take cake to the stove with that. You can get, you, you know what? Nah, we not doing real, it. Real talk, I don't even like cake in real life. I don't even like cake the treat. I'm a, I'm a pie man. Yeah, I eat motherfucking pies. Shit. I'll eat all kind of pies and cobblers and all that good stuff. But cake. Yeah. Sons in 69. Yeah, give me some of that pie. Yeah. Hashtag no cake. Hashtag no cake. Cake versus pie. Remember that? Uh <laughs> I'm a uh I'm a round it out. My last choice is gonna be uh Margot Price. Okay. Uh, just because in in, in in 2020 have you seen have you you've seen her live right Mm-mm. damn really and i i'm i'm just now not being broke so now i can start going to see shows and shit like i normally want to uh but in 2020 uh she came out that album and it, it came out i don't know i think kind of early in the year to be honest you know what yeah it was kind of early because i would assume she would have went on tour but couldn't because fucking uh lockdown and shit oh uh, that's how rumors get started yeah 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 yeah. man that shit not only is it fire from top to bottom like you can play it straight through but to me fucking twinkle twinkle and stone me you can put that shit those are songs you can just like keep hitting repeat on and yeah. that kind of goes into can you see this person live does this shit fucking rock and the lyrics are there. The music is there. If you don't like country music because you think it's like like hillbilly twang shit and you just can't get past that, then something like this is something that, like like with Sarah Shook, you can be like, all right, well, I don't like country music, but I like this. But that's all I need. Because then I can work my way back and eventually- nah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. And we're just going to take baby steps. And mm-hmm. eventually- you're gonna be honky tonky. You're gonna get on some motherfucking, you can get some Dwight Yoakum, and we're gonna be we gonna be rolling. You know, yep. so put on some motherfucking shit and just 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 roll with it. Also, right. if you uh with the Margot Price joint, you can have them listen to the uh the live at the Ryman joint. Yeah, that shit and is that dope. album. Whoo, it's so much fun. I got to see her a couple times, and I remember when she like, I think we talked about this on our first or second episode. But when she played uh, Rolling Down the River, Tina Turner joint, and she was on drums and singing, 
man, I damn near died. That was, I was like, oh my gosh, she is the greatest human on earth. Yeah, she's the best. Her shows are so much fun. They're super energetic. I was just like, man, that's definitely a, uh, she's, I guarantee you she's a a gateway drug for, uh, for country music for a lot of people. Hell yeah. You get on Margot Price and then you're like, oh, let me see what else. Oh, maybe I'll start fucking with Lucinda Williams. And then you start fucking with Lucinda Williams. The goat. The 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 gate the gateway the gate is gone. You already in the motherfucking pasture. Mm-hmm. You, Ain't that you, the truth? You 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 in there? You a fan? We need to do a we need to do a, a Lucinda Williams episode too. Hell yeah! Like a Lucinda Williams slash Primus episode. <laughs> you know what? I think maybe without him singing, but if it was if that was her backing band, I think they could do it. It'll be all slap bass. But the other two cats would be in the pocket. I think, I think it could work. You know what? Because they they he has a uh, he has a band called uh, Duo De Twang. Uh, he plays like a fucking like a still acoustic bass. I forget who's playing uh, guitar. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's kind of fucking country, but it's still weird. Let's Claypool shit. So yeah, uh, next episode, who knows? Maybe we might have a Primus <laughs> Lucinda Williams fucking episode because I, I feel like that's what the uh, the people want. Because so, it's, it's the early 2000s, baby. Early 2000s, and there, there, there are no rules. Uh, Purple <laughs> Onion just came out. You know, I saw Les Claypool like five times. And mind and you, the, this, uh, he, was going, he was going to see Les Claypool and whatever weirdo nerd metal he was listening to. And I was going to see the saddest fucking emo <laughs> music you can think of. I mean, mind you, it was still like a lot of like vagrant record stuff. and But there was also, that's when Saddle Creek started hitting the scene. Real sad boy shit. Yeah. All day, shout out to day. the Get Up Kids. Shout out, shout, shout out Get Up Kids. Shout out Dream Evil. Oh remember my them? god! I remember you used to be obsessed with Dream Evil. <laughs> shout Dream out to Laguna Evil. Coil. <laughs> shout out Nightwish. Shout, shout out Nightwish. <laughs> shout out the oh, one no. uh, Children of Bodom record. Uh, Follow the Reaper. Shout out to the Nile. All the while we're over there, like going to the club with Ray, listening to Dale, Jay Z, and Ludacris. And going to punk shows with uh, Derek and Jacob and all them. Still listening to Dream Evil. Remember uh, Wolf? I still listen to Wolf. <laughs> they they still coming out with they still coming out with albums. My nigga, what you talking about? You you remember Wolf? <laughs> yeah, I remember Wolf. Shit. I I be can, I be on it. We contain multitudes. <laughs> all right, you know what? This ain't this ain't the uh, the, the mid two thousands. <laughs> Uh, fucking speed metal. Uh, maybe podcast. we'll do that. Uh, maybe we'll do that one one day too. Yeah, we'll we'll do that one like a like a like a speed metal Lucinda Williams, uh, Hank Williams Jr. Uh, Primus episode. Uh, so we'll 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 see. But I, I think you know what? we we gave a list of uh some good recommendations for shit that we would use to get people in the country. Uh, also, shout out I, to shout out to Yola. I think yeah. that'd be it. Her new albums, I can't wait for it to come out. But also, I think she'd be a great kind of like stepping point 
for people that don't necessarily listen to country music too. Yeah, just for her sure. very soulful voice, but it's still rooted in uh, still rooted in like folkier country music. Yeah, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna add that. I'm gonna add that to my list. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'll be cheating like that, so okay. I'm gonna add that to my list. So, uh, Yola, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pretend I said that first. Uh, so yeah, we're the Country Brothers. Xavier can do the, uh, the, the and shit, saying where we can go for uh, to follow us on Instagram and mention Matt Ravellis and. Hey everybody, uh, this is the producer Xavier, and I've been tasked with doing the outro this week. Um, so thank you for listening to the Country Brothers Pod. Uh, make sure to follow Country Brothers Pod on Instagram at Country Brothers Pod. You can follow uh, Dominique and Duan on Instagram. Their Instagram handles will be in the show notes. And also in the show notes is an episode of Transmissions, uh, Jason Woodbury's podcast uh, for Aquarium Drunkard. And it's uh, talking to Margot Price. Definitely check that out. Thank you for listening to Country Brothers Podcast. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if you're listening to it on iTunes, leave a five-star review. Thank you. Fucking uh, Mike Matola and all that. Uh, so, yeah, none of this is going to be in this last part right here. Just Xavier, uh, you do that. No, uh, leave it in. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Leave it in. I don't give a fuck. Leave it in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, follow my, uh, Matt Ravellis and uh, fucking uh, Mike Matola. They're, they're, they're both great guys. Buy some shit from Mike Matola. Uh, listen to Matt Ravellis' shit. All right, y'all. We're the Country Brothers. Uh, see y'all next week. Peace.